Hour number two of the G.I. Jake Show right here on Fan Run Radio. Jake Miller, Brett Hollander, Marcus Young, intern Jack. One more hour on many of these fine Fan Run affiliates. It's time for the Sit Rep presented by Sun Upholstery and Fabric. Up first, Tennessee notches the win 88-68 last night against LSU. Dalton Connect would lead the way with 27 points. Jordan Ganey would finish with 18. Up next, uh, it is uh, it's a weird day in the trade deadline. For the NBA. Really weird day. Buddy Hield is getting traded. Yep. Who, who else is getting traded? Gordon Hayward was Gordon just Hayward. traded. Uh, Kelly Olenek was traded. Um, the Celtics made a move last night for Xavier Tillman. Uh, of course, you got other names out there. DeJounte Murray's name's been leaked to some teams. Pelicans, Lakers. What are the Bulls going to do? DeRozan's name's been mentioned. There's... We'll see what happens. I mean, I think it's over at, what, like 3, I think, 4? 3 p.m. 3 p.m. is when it ends. So, I mean, getting some action right now. So, we'll see. Interesting. For the Miami Heat, Hayward Highsmith was injured in a car accident and was not with the team last night. Which I have heard of that guy. Does he play? You never heard of Hayward Highsmith? I don't think so. He's solid. Is he? He's pretty solid. Okay. I mean, if you play for Miami, you're pretty solid. Yeah, he's just one of those Heat dudes you've never heard of, but he'll play playoff minutes and be play for the Heat. I mean, he's not going to carry a team like Mario Chalmers and Norris Colwood, but I mean, he's uh, he's pretty stout. What is it? Hayward Highsmith. Hayward I'm Highsmith. You know the name. Number 24, Hayward. Next year's Highsmith. MVP. No, I'm just no, if Hayward Highsmith, uh, Hayward Highsmith wins an MVP. I will get the G.I. Jake Show logo tattooed on my chest. He's averaging five points, two rebounds a game. How many minutes is he averaging, though? 21. That's that's on brand. Yeah. Oh, well. What? I mean, he was involved with a car accident. And that's that's the whole story. Yeah, pretty, yeah. pretty much. Missed the game. Oh, my goodness. Marcus. Go yes. ahead, Jack. Marcus. I was going to ask, who do you all think needs to make a trade most in the NBA right now? What team needs to make a move? I mean, if the Heat want to move off of Jimmy Butler, they need to do it soon. <laughs> They're not moving well, off Jimmy no, Butler. Yeah. Yeah. Why, why would they do that? Yeah. There was some talk last week about him possibly being traded to the New York Knicks. Now, there there have been mentioned, like, if they were going to make a move, it would be, like, Tyler Hero going or uh, Duncan Robinson or some of those guys. But I thought Adebayo and, uh, and Butler are pretty much off the board. You want to find somebody to pair with those two, I think. Um, Who do you think the Heat would get in return for Jimmy? Uh, that's the thing is I don't know – you know what they'd be going after if they want to. I mean, obviously, if they're getting rid of Jimmy, they don't want to win now. It's like they're building for the future if that's right. the case. So I, I don't even know who they would go after in a situation like that. You did say a name though that I that I do think when you ask who needs to make a trade, I think the Knicks need to. I, I think they're a really good team right now, but they still need a couple pieces to truly be a contender in the playoffs. But then you look at who the owner of the team is, and you they realize, made their move right. though, right? They make got OG Anobi, and it changed their. They went on their run. Oh, and they got OG on an Obi. Yeah, they've been yeah. good with them, but you can still definitely tell like they they, they still have a couple more. things they need. They to have a they have up. a load of first round picks. I think they have eleven picks. And because they because people were talking about they need to go after LeBron. You know, give put Randall back over to the Lakers or uh, somebody else. Like if LeBron wanted to, you know, but LeBron's not leaving L.A. I mean, there's no way. But I mean, he I'm his a, contract ends. You think they need a like a number one or a number two or what kind of piece you think? I need to look at their roster again to be able to give you a precise answer to that. But 
They need they need extra depth to that team for sure. Because that's a big thing. I just don't think they're gonna last in the playoffs. And finally, Marcus got some news for you. According to Georgia tight end Brock Bowers, he says, "Oh, this was pretty crazy." I want to play <laughs> for the Tennessee Titans. If Brock Bowers ain't gonna happen. If it happens, I will buy Brock Bowers' jersey. Here's the problem, and this is me being honest with you. I'd be happy to have him. On He's my the team. next Jason Witten. However, is that good? I mean, I mean, maybe if he said next Gronk or Kelsey or. I was waiting for you to say Kelsey. He could be, but I mean, here's the thing: you want a Hall of Famer, not just a. Well, the thing is, I mean, Jason Witten's going to be a Hall of Famer. I mean, he's not. When was he retire? I mean, the, he's not even mentioned in for finals for Hall of Fame. Yet. Well, here's the as far as collegiate tight ends go, Brock Bowers is the Dale Earnhardt of tight ends. It's like you combine Michael Rivera, Jason Witten, and Kellen Winslow, and you got Brock Bowers. That's how good he is at yeah. the collegiate level. If that translates to the NFL level, then the Titans are in for something. But here, here's the thing. Wow. I also got a problem at quarterback with Titans though. That's, he's yeah. a first-round quarterback or tight end. He's a first-round pick. He's a top-ten uh, pick for sure. We definitely, well, we'll definitely, well, no. But here's the thing: Will every Le- mock draft having going top ten. Yeah, everyone had Will Levis going third overall. Like that, that means nothing when it comes down to the. Rob Bowers draft. is better than Will Levis at his I'm, position. I agree, but I'm just saying, like people had Will Levis in the first round, like high end. Oh, I agree. They did, so, and, and that was stupid. That's why we're going to get into this more with Mark the Tape, Marcus Young, because yeah. I want to dive deep. Into okay, this. fine. We'll save Brock Bowers for them. Yes. First, I want to go to the phones. Dr. Vall is up next. What do you say, Dr. Hey, what's going on, guys? Jake, you're a big wrestling fan, aren't you? Oh yeah. Do you think does Viscovi kind of remind you of John Cena after that performance last night? A little bit. Yeah, I couldn't see him out there. I don't know what the deal was. <laughs> I mean, that between he decides to perform when he wants to perform, and if he wants to go do something else, he's just going to go do something else. You know, it's like we've given him that leeway. It's like, okay, well. We love you. You've done a lot for us, so you can come and go as you please. And whenever you want to play, you can play. If you don't want to play, then you don't have to play. He's so frustrating because what frustrates me with him and with Triple J before Brett went on his rant and woke him up is he reminds me of Kumwa. And that's what pissed me off about Kumwa. It was just, you know, hit or miss. I mean, yeah, he'd go for 20 points, and then all of a sudden, Next game, he scores two points. The majority of his shots are hitting the side of a backboard. Uh, so frustrating. And after listening to our show yesterday, you've got to worry about how bad recruiting is for next year, even though we're in contention for a one seed right now. Oh, yeah. Forget about recruiting and everything. Forget about the fact that we have this thing called the transfer portal, in which we have our best player that just came out of the transfer portal this year. And then you added a piece in Jordan Ganey. Now he's going to go off for 20-some nights, and then he's going to go for two or nothing for the next five. But when you need a spark and he's able to give it to you, it's all in your benefit. I mean, he scored 18 points last night. We just need that last four games of the season, and then it's all, it's all good. I don't, I don't care about the SEC tournament anymore after what happened when we won it. So I, I just want to win those last four. That would be nice. I mean, hell, Phil's right. If you go two and two, you should be happy. But – I really do want to see a one seed Tennessee team. That would be, I mean, that would be phenomenal, and especially right now, because if you can get a one seed and you can get a good draw, now, Grand, you're probably going to get that fourth region, and you're going to have some stiffer competition towards the bottom of the bracket that you, you don't know that. You, you, you could get the number one overall seed. You could, you could, but I I just know how this works. 
I mean, it's going to be hard for them not to put us. I mean, when you play four ranked teams in your season, that's a good chance to impress somebody. You go out and win by double digits. I mean, how are they going to? I mean, Purdue, we've seen people lose, you know, like teams have lost ahead of us. Like, it happens. I just want to follow I mean, we've seen us lose. So, I, I, who knows what's going to happen? This season's been weird. I mean, who knows? DR Vol, would you join us in ruining our credit to go see us play in the Final Four? Oh, God, yeah. I'll max out. I've only got one, but I'll max out my credit card. I'm I'm going. I, I've always said that. Like, before I die, I want to be, as an invested fan, 98, I get we won. I kind of remember it, but I mean, I was nine years old. As an invested fan, I want to see us win a natty in football and baseball, and I want to see a Final Four in basketball. I don't even think that's asking for much because I'm not even asking for a natty in basketball. I just want to see a Final Four. The thing is, like, <laughs> yeah. they're all possible, like, within the next three years. Like, all of those things are possible. Yeah. I mean, baseball's like, yeah. we've been knocking on that door the last couple of years. There's no reason why this year or next year it couldn't be the year it's just for us. A, yeah, it's just hard. <laughs> it's just hard to get there in yeah. baseball. I mean, God, the, the, like every league in the SEC, it's just loaded. I mean, it's crazy. And then our best baseball team, they got shut down because yeah, of this. That was the most frustrating game ever. <laughs> I, mean, well, I mean, the thing is, like, the best team, like, the season shut down because of COVID. Because it was so important that we shut down the world and it would stop the virus, and it didn't. Yep. Man. Guys, uh, two questions, and I'll hop off here. Toby Keith, man, I've really poured one out for him. He was a big part of my childhood as far as music goes. I loved him. I've been listening to him on Spotify. What's an underrated song that y'all like of his? One came on today that I forgot all about my list. I forgot what kind of banger that song was. Which one was it again? My List by Toby Keith. That's a very underrated one. American Rock yeah, is probably my favorite one because it's really making fun of all the idiots in this world. That's a great music video, too, Jake. I don't know if you ever watched that. Oh, yeah. The, I, I actually watched that one. That one's good. That one's really good, actually. But, I mean, he's – I mean, like you said, if you grew up in – I mean, if you were around, actually, you didn't even have to be growing up. But, I mean, if you were around in the early 2000s, Toby Keith was the guy. Like, that was the patriotic artist when America had a sense of patriotism. Everyone rallied around all of his music. And even, you know, 12 years after, excuse me, 10 years after 9-11 when American, what is it, Made in America came out, that was another one that kind of brought everybody back in. And then, of course, you know, he gets sick. And, unfortunately, we're losing the stomach cancer the other day. But, uh, yeah, RIP to an American legend. Uh, my la- my last question, and I would like for Marcus and Brett to answer this as well. Who do you think it's more likely to have a sensible, logical discussion with the media, Sleepy Joe or Polish Joe? And I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> <laughs> who would be, who would have a uh, be able to make more sense to the media, buddy? That might be the question of the day. Neither. <laughs> One of them has at least more. Like he experience. said, ask a question to the media. No, no, no. Or, like if like be able to like communicate uh, with the media. Uh, like they're both uh, having a press conference. At least one of them has experience. We'll give him credit there. But I mean, the thing is, when you look at that, that this has completely derailed the show because now I'm trying to think in my head, who would be better off talking to the media in a press conference? Would it be Polish Joe or Sleepy Joe? Goodness. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't even know how to answer that. That's uh, Polish Joe's. Just depends on what you ask him. 
I mean, one guy's going to talk about ice cream halfway through a serious conversation. Yeah. And then the other guy's going to somehow find a way to say rose petals or bring up rich Bruins. So I don't even. He's just going to walk into the media tent, rose petals, and then you got to start your conversation with this guy. Rose petals. He doesn't even do that anymore, does he? He doesn't know. Only when we lose. Mm. Only when we lose. Marcus. I wonder what would I be like in a press conference? You think we can make that happen? We can treat this as a press conference. Well, no, just ask you questions. You're gonna ask silly questions. <laughs> Never. The media doesn't ask silly questions. Yeah, but you're gonna ask questions about your Chiefs and try to get me my to... Chiefs. I just re- I like my home, <laughs> my Chiefs. I just try and help you guys out. I just don't know why you guys hate Mahomes and bet against him. It's the only reason. That's the only thing I wonder about. You're going to go with Brock Purdy this weekend. That guy gets behind. What is he going to do against that defense? Did it last week. Again, yeah, Detroit's yeah. D. Detroit's D at home. Thank you, Jack. Let's get Eric in here next. What's up, Eric? Hey, Jake. What's up, buddy? Uh, so, a uh, quick uh, development that happened today. If you could give a, a player a shout-out. Um, uh, some well wishes to a mili- uh, military active duty service guy. Uh, he had a tire go flat this morning. I saw this happening, him going through that while I was uh, out on my uh, morning run. I saw this and uh, pulled myself over to, you know, try to help this uh, help this guy however I could. Um, I, try- I tried to lift the right front. Uh, the car off the ground, but the camber and the um, the tilt of the car and the gut of where it was sitting was working against me. The the jack that he was trying to use, uh, it was supplied by Ford, you know, the car company that has oh, a of ton course. of recalls against it. Yep. The, the jack broke. Oh, goodness. And so the jack was stuck under the car. The car was sitting on the, um, on the rotor. And so... Yeah, that was a that was all just it was it was a really big mess and so there was not much I could do to I could not lift this car. It was too heavy and the um, thing was working against me with the gravity and the tilt, but I was able to figure out that it was a puncture to the tire um on the tread. So it was not on the sidewall. That's the good news. The bad news is that the tire was so bald that you could see the top of Abraham Lincoln's head on a penny, so he has to do roadside assistance. And uh, if you could pray for him that uh, he gets that problem resolved and that his, ma- his supervising, his commanding officers don't get too mad at him for, um, you know, being late, that would be that would be really awesome. Unfortunately, of course, we're going to send our thoughts and prayers to him. But here's the way that some people think. If they are that invested, and hopefully they're human beings. Like, here's the thing with the military guys. I don't know if y'all know this. Sometimes you get guys that are just by the book. If you're not on time, then you're AWOL. But then there's other people that actually are human beings because that's one thing the Army really does to you. It dehumanizes you, in a sense, mm-hmm. if you're on active duty long enough. It's like you go by these strict rules. If you have leadership that's that way, but then you have other leadership members that are actually human beings. So hopefully he has some that are human beings and not just army robots. Amen. I love soldiers, but I hate the army. And thank and thank you for your service too, Jake. Thank you. You're one sir. of the great. I'm gonna be honest with you. I really thought that was leading up to like a the longest like pun or like bit or yeah. joke on like someone 
Like I thought this was going to be like a, a a Rick Barnes joke or something. I'm going to be honest. With you. I was <laughs> oh pre- no no no! I was preparing myself, and then I realized, oh no, this is just a real story yeah. that happened. I was like, oh okay. And also, and also, uh, if, uh, the other comment that I wanted to make is that um, if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna use a jack, make sure that you're not having to depend on um, a jack that's supplied by a a car company that has a high recall problem or that has the durability issues of NASCAR's current cup car, uh, get get a good AutoZone or Napa or Advanced Auto Parts or Pet Boys jack that you can find and keep that in the trunk with you as a nice fail-safe. Absolutely. Life advice from Eric this morning on the G.I. Jake Show. Have fun, guys. Hey, appreciate the phone call, buddy. Stay with us. Mark the tape with Marcus Young coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Ever been the coach who realized the team's gear just wasn't up to par? Well, if I'm being honest, that was me. Just a downright irresponsible and plain bad coach. Then SM Athletics changed the game. I want you to picture this. I walk into their store, a coach with a vision. SM Here on the G.I. Jake Show, right here on Fan Got Run Radio. Got him nice Radio. and fired up for his segment. Golly, here we go. <laughs> it's time to mark the tape with Marcus Young. Marcus! Hi, Jake. Hey, buddy. We're going to go off topic here because I want to continue what I was trying to say. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Buckle your seat You're belt. trying to tell me that, you know, Tatum has to go and get a bunch of people. That's the only way he's going to win. Your boy LeBron's never won anything without help. No great player has. Yeah. So, uh, so what's the no. what's the comparison? Why are you saying? Well, you have to go get Porzingis. You had you had to keep Jalen Brown. Yeah, you have to get players to build around it because LeBron James didn't win. LeBron has gone to the NBA segment. Finals I without saw, players. I'll turn your mic off. I swear. LeBron LeBron's not when he was in Cleveland by himself. How many championships did he win? By himself? What do you mean by, by himself? When he was at Cleveland, his first stint. How many championships did he win? None. Zero, because he had nobody. Then he goes to Miami because he had Dwayne How many finals w- did he go to? He had Dwayne Wade. He didn't win anything, though, did he? He, he had Mario to- Chalmers and Norris Cole. He went Not to Dwayne Wade. Shane Battier. And Chris Bosh's team He was a free Miami. agent. Yeah, he went there Mike to Miller. join them. Why do you think he didn't go to the Knicks? Birdman. no one. Birdman. They were all going to go together. They he all did math. They all chose Miami. <laughs> And he won in Miami because of that. Then he goes back to Cleveland. What does he do? He did more than math. He gets Kyrie Irving, and he gets Kevin Love. He went and to he jail. Again. Then he goes to L.A., and he gets Anthony Davis. And who else did he have on that team? Because I don't care about the Lakers that much. Caruso. That yeah, yeah, Caruso. Yeah, who, I mean, really only Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard was in, the, was in like he the was good for that stages team. of his life. Yeah, but he won a title. So, yeah. And, and we want to be honest. The well, greatest, he just better win then. The greatest player of all time, Michael Jordan, didn't win without Scottie Pippen. I mean, we can't name a player that didn't have a great player. He had Ron Harper. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm just saying, like, Michael Jordan couldn't do it by himself. No one can he do it by He had a wash John Sally. He had Steve Kerr. Hey, Steve Kerr could shoot the three. Hey, Steve Kerr could shoot the three. So could John Paxson. So my take right off the bat, Brett, 
is that in <laughs> basketball, no one can win without help. And Tatum's going to win is it this year. Is, is it impressive to get to the finals with nobody, though? No, because you don't win. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what? Nah, I know it. What's the most impressive, like, by himself finals win? Who, like, who carried the team the most to win the championship? Probably Bill Russell, if we want to be honest. I mean, you could, in our was, lifetime, like in the was, modern he era. He was a man maybe, among maybe Dirk. Dirk, yeah, I was thinking Dirk. Uh, I mean, D Wade did it with a. Old aging Shaq. Dirk Don't had, say Jason Terry and JJ Barea, Alonzo <laughs> Finley, and Jason <laughs> he had Kidd. Kidd. He had Jason, Jason Kidd, Kidd was like 38 years old. He still had Jason Kidd was and, and, oh, he was an old man past his prime. And hey, and Dirk beat LeBron D Wade. He had a bald head. The greatest of all time. Yeah, he he did, did that. <laughs> yeah, he did. I mean, he had, yeah, I mean, you're gonna act like Jason Kidd didn't uh, didn't add something to that Jay- team. Of course, he added something, but it was Dirk that won the. He was MVP of the finals. I was going to say maybe Kawhi Leonard. Everyone forgets that the Raptors won it just a few years ago. Uh, he had Kyle like, Lowry, though. Like, point. don't act like Kyle was nothing. All Can that we weight, see? he had to haul around. What is your de- definition of like another great player next to somebody? Like, like I, Kyle Lowry is not a great player. Ooh. He's a good player. Yo, what is your definition he, of great? He's probably Marcus? one of the most overplayed, overpaid. Players. What I want to know the definition of great. Because great to me, you can act like Kyle Lowry didn't bring okay, something to the Raptors. LeBron's a great player. You putting Kyle Lowry in a great conversation with LeBron James? I I put LeBron in his own category, right behind Michael. I know, but what is the definition of great? I mean, I mean, is every player great? Not every player's great. Okay. See, I think Kyle there are Lowry's great like, players, and then there's legends. There we go. I'll take that. <laughs> I'll take that. Uh, we uh, talk so about Brock Purdy's great now. NBA. Brock Purdy's pretty, pretty good. Great. Good. He's pretty great. No, he's not. So uh, we'll get to football in a minute. Uh, Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> NBA talk for a second. Uh, we obviously mentioned the 76ers trade. For uh, Buddy Heald, I don't really think that's going to make much of a difference for him. I think the 76ers are still going to fall flat on their face in the playoffs because they can't get it done when they face Boston. And they'll probably face Boston at some point. And they're going to just run back home to Philadelphia with their tail between their legs. This trade doesn't do much for me. It's the biggest name on the trade deadline so far. Um, the other trade I'm interested in, you know what? I think DeRozan is going to stay in Chicago. I don't think the trade's going to happen. Cali. I want him to go somewhere because I want him to have an opportunity to win. He deserves it after what happened with the Toronto trade. I really think he deserves an opportunity to win. And he doesn't want to go back to San Antonio, which he's, nobody wants to go to San Antonio right now. But with his contract right now, I don't think he's going to be able to go to a contender that can afford it. So I think he is unfortunately stuck in Chicago for another year, which is a shame. I hope he gets traded. I hope I'm wrong. But I think he's stuck in Chicago for another year, Bulls, unfortunately. Bulls are just too scared to do anything. I mean, they have Alex Caruso, who every single team in the NBA would love to have, and they will not give him up. And Problem is their best asset got hurt. He's out for the season. True, Levine. Yeah. He uh, wasn't even a great asset though, because no. he has an even bigger deal that nobody. I mean, people would rather have had him because he's younger. That's true. Um, but yeah, Demar, he his contract expires this year, so. Yeah, they'll be a free agent in the summer. That's the so problem. Just, they need to trade him. <laughs> he'll walk for nothing, and the Bulls will look stupid as usual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the thing with the Chicago Bulls is they haven't done anything since Michael. 
They could have well, done. They some, had the Derrick Rose years. They had the Derrick Rose years. They could have done something awesome with Kirk Heinrich as well because that that Kirk team was, dude. That team was good. Hey, Kirk was. I mean, listen, you talk. Come on, you, God, what are we doing? You, Kirk you, Heinrich. Hey, listen, if you listen, there's just a couple. I'll give you Kirk Heinrich at Kansas. So, That's about so, as far as no, I'll go. No, 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 no. There's a couple NBA players. I can't think of who who they. I think Stephen Jackson, maybe. Where they were talking about how Kirk name. like was one of those guys that they did not expect. To be, good. to be as good as he actually was. So NBA players respect him. Brett. What, what, year, what, what year was he in the league last? I mean, I haven't heard that name. Uh, well, after Derrick Rose went to Chicago, he got bounced around for a little bit. Yeah. But you got to think, in 2006, the Bulls were not a bad team. They were not a bad team at all. I really wish they could have done something for Derrick Rose too. I mean, to be able to win it, injuries in crushed Chicago. him. Yeah, but they should have built more they, around him too, and they they really didn't build around. They him also the had Ben Gordon, Luol Dang, Joe Kim Noah, right? Uh, not at this yeah. point. I mean, they, he did join them not long later. Yeah, I mean that was. I mean, he had been. I mean, at least oh eight, oh seven, somewhere in there, because he won the championships with Florida. So it had to have been around then because he draft got drafted by. It him, wasn't right? 06, 07. It would have been uh, the 05, 06 Bulls team. They weren't. It's weird. Like they finished forty one and forty one, but every time you turned on the TV and watched them play, it was always fun to watch. Always fun. Now I don't know what it was about that. I mean, it was Ben Gordon and Kirk Heinrich. Luol Deng were the ones that led that team. You had Tyson Chandler inside. Granted, he wasn't doing – it's called like it is Tyson Chandler. He was either on or he was off. He was never anything spectacular. He was a de- defensive guy. I mean, yeah. That's all he was. He's but, I mean, that following – Four man's Rudy Gobert. That following year, oh. though, they went 49-33, and 33, finished third in the division. Rude. It's not rude. I mean, he wants a defensive player of the year. Four okay. man's Rudy Gobert. He is. <laughs> what has Rudy ever done? Think about this. That following year, after that 05 06 year, you know they actually drafted uh, Lamarcus Aldridge, but he was traded to Portland. It's crazy thing about him. Yeah. Um, to move on to uh, football, if I may, before Seriously? we talk about uh, the Brock Bowers quote, uh, I wanted to bring up one thing. Mike Vrabel apparently might be spending some time around the Wisconsin football team in 2024, according to Luke Fickle, uh, saying, I talked to Vrabel, I think on Saturday, and we had communicated to probably a week or so just because the process was going. Sounded like a new man. I'm not sure exactly if this was his choice or if it was the future looks like, but I know we're going to have a visitor here that's going to spend a little bit of time, hopefully, around us. So, one, I don't think this is a coaching staff position. Two, I don't want anyone in this room or elsewhere to think that this means that Mike Vrabel is testing the waters to be a head coach on the college level. I think he is just sticking around football as much as he can, and then next year he'll be back in the NFL. No, when Ryan Day gets fired, he will not be taking over at Ohio State. You think Ryan Day is getting fired? Oh, for sure, because he's going to lose to Michigan again. If he loses to Michigan, next year, no yeah, he will. Way. Dude, no if, way. Michigan's gonna be well. Right now, they're a seven-point favorite in that game. They've already released some lines for that game. Ohio State's a favorite. Yes, they're loaded. But the thing is, they're loaded every year. What happens? What do you mean? I mean, they lost to national champion. What's the big deal if, losing to Michigan? Yeah, Ohio State always acts like they're like the loaded team in the, in the start of the okay. year. They're not gonna win. 
Well, I mean, they don't play anybody either. That's part of the problem. But the thing is, if he loses to Michigan this year, they might actually run him. Yeah, because he, he, he will be fired. That's all you got to do is just win that game. He won't, unfortunately. Uh, so to continue on with the Titans, uh, yeah, Brock Bauer said that if he could go anywhere, if he had a choice, he would pick the Tennessee Titans. That's Listen, crazy. it's not going to happen. <laughs> it's do you not crazy. want Brock Bowers? I'm not saying I wouldn't like him on my team, but here's the problem. We need offensive line help. Whether it is going to be Will Levis Don't or not. Don't draft another offensive lineman in the first round. You need another offensive lineman. Oh, they, they need an offensive lineman. There's no if you're telling there. me that I can get Joe Alt at seven. Or that other guy. What's the other guy from Penn State, maybe? Yeah, I can't think of his name. Yeah, it's a, Oha I, or something I, like that. Yeah. But Joe Alt, 6'8", big boy on the left side, probably Catholic. Who knows? He went to Notre Dame, so I'll assume he is. <laughs> Like I would love to have that kind of like gigantic of a man at left tackle. I would take it in a heartbeat. Yeah, Brock Bowers must have a concussion though. They need to check him at the draft combine because to want to go to play at the Titans. I'm sorry. What's what's going on? Why would he want to go play for the Titans? He said, he "If you listen, all to his, NFL if team. you listen to his interview, if you listen to I it, saw the I quote. Did. I don't need no, to listen not about the to quote. him." Why? Is that he said he liked playing in that Georgia-Tennessee area, and he would like to stay within that area if he could. That's that's what he was talking about. But let's be honest. What I will he, buy his jersey. Him saying that, <laughs> him saying that is cheap. probably him saying, I don't know this disrespect that you have, Brett. I, want I, don't, to, I you can't believe what? you're defending us, the Titans so I much. I want us to draft yeah. him just because he can show up and like prove you wrong, Brett. Does he want some catches? I mean, I don't know. You, I mean, you got to just like the type. He, he just the, he just likes the jersey colors. He likes the area, but I honestly, what I was going to say before the continual disrespect was that he's probably just trying to hype up, saying this is the seventh overall pick. They probably need some tight end help anyway. That's a team I can pick and try to convince people that they need to make sure they draft me before the seventh overall pick happens. Either trade up for me or whatever. Like he's probably trying to boost his stock. That's probably what he's really doing, if we're honest. I don't think the Titans should draft him. If they were to draft him and, like, let's say they traded up back into the first round for him, sure. Sure, you get me Joe Alt and you get me Brock Brock Bowers Bowers. later in the first round, sure, I'll take that. Or even the second round, I'll take that. He's not going to be in the second round, but I'm not passing up on a left you, tackle that could change the, don't, so the two needs are offensive line and skill positions do you consider tight end the skill position we if we're being specific on skill position it's wide receiver but it, you got to think about how versatile he is no i understand but like a tight end can change your entire offense if you got a good one they also yeah and they could get a skills position with all the money they have too so like a t higgins or something then a bowers would be even more valuable in that system and they got to figure out a running back if they're not, losing Henry. Not if you can keep can't keep your quarterback upright. Who's going to get the ball if you can't keep him upright? Well, when he's upright, what's he doing? I'm just saying, like whether you're <laughs> whether you're talking about Will Levis or anybody yeah. else, uh, you got to keep your quarterback upright. Joe Alt, to me in particular, who a lot of people are projecting him to be there at seven. Yeah, he you seems, guys should get a tackle. He's the kind of guy that can like be like franchise cornerstone long term. Yeah, you hope they're. 10, 12-year guys in your So, like, your that's franchise. what I see. And you got him. You have Peter Skronsky. Those will be, that will shore up your left side. Still need a better center than Brewer, who's like 5'10". 
Like mm-hmm. I don't even know how tall he really is. Like he's smaller than Derrick Henry. Yeah. <laughs> how is your How is your center smaller than Derrick Henry? Petit Freire, eh, who knows at right tackle? He didn't look that great, honestly. And you need help at right guard still. So you're like you, you need to figure out. Honestly, besides Peter Skronsky, I could do with a whole new offensive line. So who knows what you're going to do there? Skill positions you can grab. There's a uh, that wide receiver out of Texas. What's his name? Um, oh, I can't think of it. There's a wide receiver coming out of Texas that I like mm-hmm. that I would take in the second round, perhaps. Um, but yeah, you, you need to shore that up. And the final bit uh, that I'll talk about, I'll mark the tape. <clears throat> Get ready, Brett. 49ers are going to win the Super Bowl this Sunday. Brock Purdy will be MVP. Wow. He's going to throw at least. He's going to throw three touchdowns. <coughs> He's going to throw three mm. touchdowns. I'm going to predict it right here. One to George <laughs> Kittle. One to my man, Jawan Jennings. And Debo. Oh. And so we got some news. Uh, this just tweeted about 10 minutes ago from Joe Lenardi. His latest bracketology has Tennessee as the fourth number one seed in the latest bracketology bracket. We did it. I hope. Christian McCaffrey, two touchdowns. <laughs> They're going to score a total of five touchdowns on the on that on that Chiefs defense. Okay. And they're going to look while uh, Taylor Swift. How many to, touchdown passes did uh, Lamar huh? throw against the Chiefs? D. They're two different quarterbacks, Lamar and Brock Purdy. Who's better? Who's better? Yeah. If you're asking me, who would I rather have? Yeah. In what system? Because let's be honest, Brock Purdy probably. I'm just saying the Chiefs' defense didn't give up a touchdown pass to Lamar Jackson, and I'm not sure. I think Josh Allen just ran for one. I'm saying that Chiefs' D doesn't give up touchdowns, and I want to see Purdy in a situation where he's trailing against a good D. Don't give me the Detroit defense or the Bucks or the uh, Packers defense at home. Packers got good defense. Okay. That they do. That is mark the tape. With Marcus Young, when we return, it is time to fill out the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker. Stay with us. Final segment of the program coming up right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you ready to play hard and work harder? segment of the program it is time to fill out the gi jake show betting tracker let's get it started with brett's bad beats brett <laughs> i think i went two and three last night if i'm yes. not mistaken so not a bad little run not, not bad but uh betting's hard folks betting is hard uh i'm gonna take the knicks plus four and a half at home versus the mavs uh i'll take the warriors plus six and a half at the pacers uh Lakers at home getting dis- disrespected. Getting three and a half against the Nuggets on Kobe night, on Kobe day. That's ridiculous. LeBron might go for a trip dub tonight. Uh, I've been switching to college basketball. I'm taking Utah, uh, two ranked games. I'm taking Utah at home versus Arizona, plus five and a half, and UAB plus five and a half versus FAU. All righty. Jack. All right, so I got Timberwolves at Milwaukee, I'm taking the Timberwolves money line. The Bucks have been terrible with Doc Rivers, so I'm expecting that trend to continue. 
I got Mavericks at New York uh, covering the three and a half spread. Knicks just lost a bunch of players, and I doubt they'll get Burks and Bogdanovich back Bring it in on, time. Jack. So going head to head against Brett there. Mm-hmm. Again, going head to head against Brett. I got the Nuggets um, covering the three and a half. I'm hoping the Lakers make a trade and all their guys are out and That's true won't too. get their guys back. So. Nuggets need the help. <laughs> Um, and then Suns covering the six and a half spread at home against the Jazz. Jazz just lost a couple dudes, mm-hmm. so they'll be uh, figuring stuff out. And then Grizzlies money line against the Bulls. I hope it's because the Bulls have traded every single player <laughs> on their roster, so the Grizzlies will have a shot at it. All right, Marcus, would you like to chime in today? You know what? Sure. We're doing five, right? We're doing five. Uh, so many. Uh, we got a lot of hockey tonight, so I'm going hockey. All right. Hit me. I've got the Colorado Avalanche money line, which is plus 114 over the Hurricane. It is on the road, but I like Colorado. They're just the better team. Vancouver Canucks money line plus 116 over the Boston Bruins. I know it's on the road. Bruins are good, but Vancouver has been playing really, really well. They're honestly one of the better teams out of the Western Conference. Uh, plus 116, I like that. Uh, Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, minus one and a half goals over the Arizona Coyotes. Arizona's just not a good team at all. Under one and a half? Uh, minus one and a half. So they, they oh. all, that'd be them on scoring. The yeah, it's on the spread. So that'd right. be them winning by two, which is plus 184. Uh, the other game that I like uh, that I'm wanting to go out on is the Calgary, Calgary Flames. Excuse me. Also on the road, I like them taking down New Jersey. New Jersey hasn't been very good this year. At least not been the same New Jersey that we've seen in the past. And finally, I'm going to go with a, uh, a team that should win this pretty easily. They're also on the road. I'm liking the road games. I'm going to be honest with you. Um, Winnipeg, minus 144 over the Flyers on the road. Flyers aren't very good. Their goalie's in some hot water. That's why he's not there right now, back in uh, Canada for a court case. <laughs> it's not a good story. It's actually really awful. I'll tell you about it really? later. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Um, Winnipeg's just a really good team right now. They've they've really bolstered up their, their team. So I like that. I'm going all road games um, and only one favorite, actually, surprisingly. That's there's, my five. There's that. All right, I'm going to take Memphis minus six and a half tonight against Temple. Now, granted, these are two of the worst teams in college basketball against the spread. Memphis is 423rd in the country at 7 and 15 against the spread. Temple is 413 in the country against the spread. 7 and 13 and 1 overall. Memphis, of course, has a better straight up record of 16 and 6, whereas Temple, 18 and 4. That one is going to be uh, it's going to be one to watch, I'll tell you what, but I feel like Memphis gets the dub, covers the spread in that one. Up next, I'm going to take St. Thomas at minus seven versus Oral Roberts. St. Thomas is a team that loves to cover. They love to cover. 13-8 against spread this year as opposed to 10-9 and for Oral Roberts. Oral Roberts, they're on that trend like we talked about with Haji the other day. They have won against the spread and straight up in three straight games. St. Thomas coming off a win against the spread and straight up, but lost their last two against the spread. So we're going to take St. Thomas at minus seven. Up next, we're going to take uh, excuse me, Arizona at minus five and a half against Utah. Utah 11 and 11 against the spread this year, whereas Arizona is 14 and eight. Utah coming off a win against the spread. Arizona coming off a loss. For that, there's two straight wins 
against the spread. Feeling pretty confident about that. We're also going to take Florida Atlantic at minus six versus UAB. Going to go against go against Brett's better judgment on this one. Yeah. These are two teams. Neither one of them really good against the spread at all. But another trend we're going to follow. Okay, UAB. They've won their last three against the spread. And what do the numbers tell us? If they've won three against the spread, their chances of winning again against the spread become exponentially lower than following a one-game win against the spread. And we're going to round it out with one of my favorite prop bets that I've ever made, uh, Tyrese Halliburton, 20-plus points. That's at minus 110 right now. That is the filling out of the G.I. Jake Show betting tracker presented by SM Athletics. If you need any customization done for your team or business, whether that be uniforms, polos, quarter zips, socks, pretty sure we can even get Crocs. You need to go check out SM Athletics. You want to see some work that they have done, some work that we've made happen over at SM Athletics, check us out on Facebook, on the SM Athletics Facebook page. And for more info, please visit smathletics.com. Marcus. i got a question. Yes. You think it's possible in a beautiful world that we could live in where Kentucky is either a – double-digit seed or maybe even misses out on the postseason of March? I don't think they're going to miss out on the postseason now, the double-digit seed. Uh, the only thing that's going to keep them from dropping that low is Kentucky bias. That's the only thing that will keep them. Because I mean, Let's look at their schedule real quick. they got Gonzaga mm-hmm. uh, at home, but Gonzaga's, I mean, decent, right? Can we agree on that? I mean, they're not the, they're not the Gonzaga of old. They're not. But they're respectable. Yeah. Mm, they're coming away across the country to play. They're 17 and 6 right now, Gonzaga. Then you got Mississippi, uh, Old Miss, excuse me, 18 and 5. Then you got to go to Auburn, who's still number 12 right now, 19 and 4. Then you got LSU, a bit of a break. Alabama, 16 and 7. Still, Alabama's still been fairly decent this year. Maybe Mississippi State could throw them for a loop. Then you got Arkansas, Vandy, and Tennessee. On the road. I mean, that's a tough stretch for this team that's not really been the same Kentucky team that we've seen out of uh, the coal mines. I mean, it's, it's definitely not the Kentucky that we're used to. But, I mean, we say that, and I think it's more of the Coach Cal effect than it is anything. But they've not really done anything of merit really since 2018 or 2019. Yeah, I mean, we've talked about it. I mean, the teams that he's been able to put together and the fact that he only got, what, one championship out of it? Yes. I mean, he, he's always been a thorn in the side, but I don't know. Maybe it's just me hoping and wishing that Kentucky fans have nothing to look forward to. Well, like yeah. I said yesterday, Marcus, you know, they, these people have to refinance their transmission Yeah. to go to the Tennessee. Did you guys happen to see uh, Jalen Hyatt's comments yesterday? Yes, actually. But we didn't even – Mention those. Uh, maybe we, good, good comments or bad comments? He's talking about uh, NIL and him. Go to the Titans. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he, uh, they were asking him about him and his decision to leave Tennessee, and he said it was one of those things where I was talking to my agent. Obviously, we had a good feeling of myself being drafted. When you get drafted, look, look at things. If you get drafted, say, second, third, or fourth round or whatever it is, you know your slot and what you're making, and that's what we were kind of doing with the University of Tennessee. Um, 
Hyatt says that he wasn't asking for millions of dollars to stay at Tennessee, but that he was trying to find a good number that we can agree on. Um, he said the incoming transfers and high-end recruits, including Nico, made it more difficult for him to reach an agreement to stay with the Vols, who wanted him to return to Knoxville for coming up with a definitive agreement. Um, he said, the crazy thing, I wasn't asking for millions. It was more of a knowing a good number that we can agree on, but there were a whole lot of other things, too. Um, sound like money really wasn't the big thing for him. Uh, no. Sound like they could have agreed on the number, but Tennessee wanted him to wait because of, you know, the number for Nico and different factors well, and that. We also, I mean, he made a business decision. Can we all agree on that? Like he made, but a he could have come decision. back at the same number that he could have got the pros. Yeah, but this is what it sounds let's like to be me. Honest though, ba- like if we look at what we did this year, would you want Joe Milton like, throwing you the ball? Yeah, I just uh, the way that no, our he, made, offense, he made the right decision. Yeah, I think the way that our offense ran, I think he made the best choice to leave on a high that he did because I don't think, not that I think his draft stock would have gone down significantly. Well, nobody faults him for leaving. No, I mean everyone gets. We should it. make that noted. Like nobody faults him for leaving. I mean, I understood it when Eric Berry left. I wanted Eric Berry for one more year, but I completely understood why he left for the NFL, and I don't blame him one bit. He did the right thing. What, was a fifth overall to Kansas City? Yeah. That was during the time I could stomach Kansas City. Um, and you can't stomach them now? No. I got Trey Smith. Yeah, and I wish it's similar. I mean, are you a 49ers fan? It's similar to. Are you to, a 49ers fan? Hold on. It's similar to Jason Witten. I love Jason Witten, but I can't stand the Cowboys. And I didn't want him to be there. And so I, when he finally left for the Raiders for that short stint, I was like, finally, my friend, you're free. And I, I hope the same for Trey Smith. I hope that they run out of money and they can't sign him and he comes back home to Tennessee wearing number 73. Could you imagine? You remember his high school colors were similar to the Houston Oiler colors. Yes. Could you mem- imagine with me for a moment Trey Smith and Tennessee wearing How many times Houston- did they pass him up? How many times did your Chiefs pass him up, too? They haven't. Everyone so what does it matter? What's it matter? Everybody so what are you trying to say? Up. Everyone You're... passed him up. What are you trying to say? He should come home. Well, there were, there were concerns about, you know, he had had blood, blood clots. clots. Blood yeah, clots. Everyone gets that. Or not everyone gets blood clots. Yeah. Everyone gets why he was passed over. It just sucks because at that time, too, we needed more offensive line help. Yeah. And it would have been great to have drafted him. I mean, right now, they what he hasn't even signed an extension yet, has he? I don't. Know. I think he's still working off a six-round rookie rookie deal at the moment, which is wild to think about, because he's one of the best offensive guards in the game right now, and he's playing fantastic. Like, genuinely, I don't think the Chiefs are going to be able to keep on him because I think he's going to want some good money, the money he deserves. Here we go. They'll stay on him. And Kelsey, I, will, I think Kelsey, I think will retire if he wins this one. And I'll open up money. When he doesn't win, he'll want to stay for one more year. Yeah, so. I'd go travel the world with Taylor Smith or Swift or Taylor Smith. No, whoever he is, it's a you can use that name both ways. Yeah, Taylor. You still have a couple. Taylor, days. Taylor Smith sounds more. I mean, like a man than it does. It a, sounds like Taylor Swift married Trey Smith. Are we creating drama within the Chiefs locker room? Are we Arkansas, here on the GI Jake show? Are we Arkansasing this? No, Marcus. We are not going to uh, Arkansas this. I'm not saying we should. I'm just I mean, saying the only, the only way that we're going to bring up Arkansas on this show again is if Aaron Bradshaw wants to transfer to Arkansas after he laid one on Tobey. Mm, that was weird. I went back and rewatched that because I was like, people are just like, he just tried to headbutt him. And then you really look closer and you're like, no, no, he really did do that. Didn't oh, he? he puffed them lips out. 
Also, I don't want to make it sound like I was watching it a bunch of times. I was just confused by the clip. Oh, I'm not going to I watched it repetitively to make sure that I was getting the story right. Okay, good. We're, we've all watched it a lot. Right, Jack? So many times. I mean, it could be worse. It could be like the people that are looking up the Drake video that's apparently going around. That's going to do it for us. Thank you, Marcus. Thank you, uh, Jake. I was a Jack. Thank you, Jack and Jake. Uh, thank you, Jack. Thank you, Marcus. <sighs> and Jake. Thank you, Davis. And Brett. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I'm not even going to respond. <laughs> thank you, Jake. The Herd with Colin Cowherd coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. Are you in need of a smile makeover? Hi, I'm Dr. Michael Costa in Knoxville,